The following podcast contains spoilers. Yes, we're talking spoilers, folks. So, listeners, you've been warned. If you don't want anything ruined about the newest movies that have just recently come out, then maybe wait until you've seen it, then come back. That being said, enjoy the show. Home theater, double feature, home theater, double feature, home theater, double feature, home theater, double feature. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Surprise, surprise, folks. We did two movies this week because we got bored. Yeah, we sure did. Um, <laughs> try saying that five times fast, though. Home nope. theater, double feature. <laughs> How much would we, we, we check that out? I give up. Welcome back to another episode, episode five of Armchair Reviews. With Chris and James. That's right. We're here again. And this week, if you had seen us on, on our Twitter, we had noticed that uh, our theater here in Yellowknife, it wasn't showing anything great. I think there was Cars, no, not Cars, sorry, no. the other Disney there movie was, or whatever. Uh, Transformers 5, yeah. Despicable Me 3, and uh, that new Will Ferrell movie. Oh, the Heat. The, no. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? No. No, The Heat's with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Oh, that's right. It's uh, fucking, I don't know, something with the house, I think. Uh, is it the house? I don't know. Yeah, let's just keep it going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Chris is going to look it up real quick. I'm going to fact Anyhow, check uh, we weren't really uh, too keen on doing Despicable Me 3, and uh, we you know, we just thought that Will Ferrell was going to be another Will Ferrell movie, which you know all the reviews said exactly what it was. Um, so we decided to switch it up, do something at home. We downloaded a couple movies. Or, no, we, we rented it, right? We rented well, it. From... We purchased one. We purchased... Uh, <laughs> no, we downloaded it. Let's yeah, be serious. Yeah, okay. Come on. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but on our Twitter feed and uh, on our Facebook pages, we posted that we were going to review the Autopsy of Jane Doe, uh, which we did watch. And uh, did watch after, it was very quick. And we decided to watch a second movie. I had, I had that one in my back pocket. I wasn't too sure how the Autopsy of Jane Doe was going to be. By the way, a uh, quick reach right here. It was The House. It, the, for Will Ferrell. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Said? I said the heat. It's the house. I like Will Ferrell. I knew it was something about a house. But we're not reviewing that. Stupid. It would be dumb. Yeah, we wanted to try to do something new, first of all. And uh, secondly, we wanted to uh, hope for a good movie. Hope for a good movie. Because we haven't, like, unfortunately, we haven't had that yet. I mean, Wonder Woman, good movie. Yeah. Besides that, we've kind of been shit out of luck. Yeah, we mentioned that last week in our episode um, towards the end that we are... We're we're stuck to what we have here in Yellowknife in the theaters, but I think for this, for the sake of continuity and and you know what, a double feature, something new. We made it according to like a thriller theme this week, and they both have sort of something that ties them together. Sort of. Did we mention that we do that we did forty seven meters down? No, yeah, I was getting to that. Okay, well the the, the other <laughs> one we did was forty seven meters down that uh, with Mandy Moore and Claire Holt. We did actually that one second. We watched that we one watched right that after. One second, yeah. After Autopsy of Jane Doe. But we will be reviewing it first. You want to you wanna fucking knock around the park right now? We'll get 47 meters down out of the way? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. It's a double feature, folks. Let's get to it. Feature number one, 47 meters down. So as I said, we, we're featuring here Mandy Moore. She's back out of doing whatever she's been doing. I think she's been doing a lot of TV stuff. Maybe. You may know her from such favorite girlfriend films as A Walk to, the, uh, a Walk to Remember. Her. Um, and then Tangled. I don't know. Oh, Tangled. That's right. She plays uh, Rapunzel, the voice. Was she in uh, Entourage? She was in Entourage. She actually plays herself in Entourage. There you go. Cameo, kind <laughs> yeah. of, but not really. I think she dates <laughs> the main character in that. And she's actually playing herself. Who figure, Who knows? She does yeah, well there. Good job, yeah. And then also the it's other main. <laughs> the other character is Cl- Just uh, be yourself. 
But I'm be so yourself. used to being other people. <laughs> How do I be myself? Yeah. Uh, Gotta be chameleon. Yeah. So, anyways, plot. Oh, the first movie. there, the first one other person there was Claire Holt. Claire she's Holt. she's known for uh, a bunch of TV stuff so far. I think mainly like the the, uh, the vampire show, the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. And then it's spin off the originals, and then some other else. What is it? Pretty Little Liars. Oh my God, my fave! Oh my goodness! Just kidding. Light me on fire. <laughs> so they're the two girls, and actually they're they're sisters in the movie, which you don't find out until halfway through the movie. Uh, maybe I didn't pick that out. Character we were, building is really good. It's, it's real. Oh, oh, let me get into that real quick after after our plot here. We thought but, they were just like friends. We thought they were besties on a trip to Mexico. Oh my God, LMFAO. Because uh, the one was it Mandy Moore just got out of a relationship. Yeah, I think she just got dumped or something. Stuart. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, I read something about how his. That Stewart was actually going to be played by James Vanderbeek. Oh my god! And then his scenes got cut, good. for better or for worse. I don't know. I, I'm a fan of Vanderbeek. I don't know. I gotta yeah, say, he's, he's got to turn it around. <laughs> he's got to turn it around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just like Brendan Fraser, wherever he is. But <laughs> no, it was yeah. Again, it's it's a shark attack movie, right? So the the basic plot like here one shark attack. <laughs> yeah, one shark attack. Oh. Ah. We get uh, get these two girls. They're suffering from heartache. Oh my God! What was me? Yeah, late twenties. Claire Holt's character is just like a the wild sister, wild sister, adventurous sister. Uh, Quit being such a nerd. Let's go on a shark dive. Everything. Oh my God! And she's so jealous. Many more jealous. So jealous her because they're so hot. Yeah, so hot. Fuck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like if they meet these two guys on a, on a night of drinking in Mexico, they're like, hey, come shark swimming with us. Like, okay, I guess. Yeah, they they meet them. They go out in this boat that's really dingy where we meet the captain of the boat, Matt Modine. <laughs> what was the boat called? Do you remember? Oh, I, I. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But I remember like reading it aloud and we had a little bit of a laugh. Was it? Really? I don't, I don't even remember, remember that. It. That's how memorable okay. this movie is. Yeah. We might get back to it. Something C. If it pops up to us. I don't know. Clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the boat. Yeah, it's just a really dingy boat it's with two faceless fucking Dudes. Enrique and Luis. Yeah. I don't know what their names. Two Mexicans. They're Latino. One of the started with a T. He gets fucked up. I don't know. He's I, the one that goes down to try to save them. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. He so was, they go he to the boat. the boat, guys. They go to the boat. Is there four dudes on the boat and two the two girls? So there's six. Right. Folks on the boat. Yeah, two guys that the girls met the night before, and then the two crew, the captain the and captain his and first mate kind of guy. And so they go in the water. It's obviously a shit box yeah, that floats. It's a rusty boat. They show you that the cable on the winch is kind of starting to fray, and you know everything's fucking old and barely working. Like, and he's like, "This is a junker." First of all, I'm like, "We're in the middle of the ocean. I'm not getting on this boat." Yeah, no way. If for whatever reason I got on the boat. Fuck that! I'm not going in that rust box fucking cage down to swim with some big ass great white sharks. And then, oh, just a second, I'm gonna chum the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna just so you have a memorable experience. We're gonna chum the water so that the sharks want they to surround to the boat, so that when you're in there, you get a great experience. A real, real thrill ride of yeah, experience. You don't want to miss out on the sharks. Hey, Jim, do you do you do you scuba dive? Have you scuba dive before? I have not been scuba diving before. However, that's where you say yes. I'll let you on board, and we'll go scuba diving because <laughs> that's what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much uh, the gist of the captain uh, trying to screen the girls. I guess. Yep, sounds legit. Yo, you've been scuba diving before? Yep. <laughs> Come on. And I know Manny Moore's probably like, no, I, I want to do like, that. Just her sister was like, yeah, let's do a party. Let's go. 
Like, yeah, okay, fuck that. Shit hits the fan. They end up at the bottom. Yeah. Again, what? blah, 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 blah. They don't Sharks get attack the, like, They get like a meter in the water, and then the whole crane for the winch snaps, snaps off the boat. Like, it's not even, they kind of were like, oh, the line's frayed. And they're like, no, we're just going to break the whole crane. And <laughs> yeah. it's going to come right off the deck of the boat. <laughs> and boom, all the way down. So they go down to what? 47 meters deep. 47 meters down. Dun, dun, dun. And that's where our movie kicks off, really. So it's a, it's a survival story. You know, you get the thriller and horror type, type stuff with the sharks. And there's more than one shark. That I mean, that's kind of cool. It's um, kind of like the movie... Uh, phone booth with Colin Farrell. Uh, you know, he's stuck in the phone booth. They're stuck in the cage at the water. <laughs> I hated that fucking movie. Yeah, he, there's a lot of swearing in that movie. I hated that like movie. Every fourth word is like... Probably. And I don't, I don't mind movies that are condensed to one spot. I mean, really, you have the cage, but it's an entire ocean. They play on that later, which I, again, I like about that, but they don't capitalize on it. No. For this movie, I mean, you get, girls get stuck, shit hits the fan, End of movie. That's that's all it is to it. We'll, we'll get to like the other the spoiler parts, but really, it's just dumb. First of all, they're given scuba equipment, and but they're not given flippers, and no. that's we, we were actually talking about that. They get with, a mask, they get their oxygen tank, and that's it. And that you know they get their depth reader and stuff, and a, and a what is it a UCD or something? UB UCD yeah, whatever. The floatable yeah. device there that helps. Yeah. yeah. And also. Um, um, no flippers. No flippers. If, if you if you ever gone scuba diving or if you ever gone snorkeling. a snorkeling, they give you a mask, they give you a snorkel, and they give you flippers. It's pretty much bylaw, but I guess this is meant to be like it's back <laughs> backwoods, back it's, ocean. It's in Mexico. Mexico, baby. Mexico. It don't matter here. Rule don't apply. Uh, <laughs> do the other guys have? We didn't notice. I don't think the other no, guys it have doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. But it's irrelevant. Anyhow, the but girls don't have flippers. Oh, They're man. set up for a failure from the beginning. And... You know, they tried it. They really, while they're down there, you don't. They tried the writers, the director, who is what's his name here, Johannes Roberts, who hasn't really done a whole lot else worth the note. Really, he's done other, other side of the door. It's another thriller movie, and he's supposed to be doing The Strangers Two, which you know, The Strangers, yeah. really good I horror love the thriller. Strangers, yeah. Fuck, that's good. Holy shit, it's creepy. Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. Yeah. <laughs> three weird map. Fuck, so good. That movie is scary. So he's a he's he he's the director, Johannes Roberts, and I can see where he's trying to do. He's trying to build some character to these guys, having building in that those problems. To the sisters, yeah. Yeah, and really, I fuck. Have you have you seen The Shallows? New. It's it's, big, it's another shark movie that just came out this year, and same idea. I I actually prefer her relationship stuck on a buoy with a fucking seagull. Than the relationship that these two actresses two share, these two, the two sisters, sisters. <coughs> which you don't find out until they're stuck at the bottom of the sea. Maybe because we weren't listening, because honestly, I, I we really couldn't it, give a I shit. Think we just they don't learn. They don't learn. Anyway, I thought that was really funny. There, but again, I can see, I can appreciate what they're trying to do, make you care about these characters, but you typically you don't. Mm-hmm. And when you have small small cast, you know. That there's only going to be so many shark attacks available, and the one that happens isn't to them really. Well, I mean, one does happen, yeah. but no, it's, 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 it's you so don't quick. See either of them. Yeah, it's so quick, and you know the one sister she gets fucked up, but she it's, again it's you, off screen. Yeah, you see a shark movie, and you want to see like the shark like rip someone apart. Yeah, like a la Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Fuck, yeah. that movie's terrible. 
but it has such a special place in my heart. Yep. Because lots of good oh, shark gold moments. Such good camp. It's it's Samuel Jackson giving his raising speech and then getting um nom, 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 getting smashed up. Oh my god, so good. And then I'm gonna save myself. Cuts herself. The shark rips her in half. She's yep. twitching. Yeah, so many good spots. It's so funny when she's twitching her like, no, 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 no. It's funny, yeah, we're serial killers, apparently. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, if you have a shark movie... You just want to see the good stuff, you know? Yeah, you have a shark movie, let's see some cool stuff. And, you know, you have, obviously, the godmother of all shark movies, Jaws. And this, like, this is not comparing to Jaws, but, I mean, it's a joke. Jaws is so, so, so good. Yeah, this movie's a joke. This movie is so bad. And it was actually, it was shot in, I think it's actually called The Underwater Studio in the UK. I, just oh, I forget what, what place it is in, but it's it's somewhere in the UK, and they shot it all there. And you can really tell it's shot in a tank, and that totally takes you out of the environment of this open water. Now, there are some scenes where they're building up that tension because it is such a good environment for, like, that's that's playing up on your natural fears, on natural instincts. This isn't like a Jason Voorhees coming to kill you. No, no, these, this is a real possibility that that happens in real life. Albeit a little more exaggerated, yeah. But when she's swimming out over that cliff and she's just going towards that flashlight, that's nerve wracking. That really is nerve wracking because if you're in that situation, like, fuck, I don't know how I would act. And she's she's got the balls to do that. I don't know how she didn't sink from those massive testicles. Yeah, I would probably just. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm good. I'm gonna go back to the oxygen down here. (laughs) It was a good day. We had that. We had that game yesterday while we were watching. It was like, "Would you rather?" (laughs) Now, would you rather get eaten by a shark, the great white, or just let your oxygen run out? Yeah, I think we both decided eaten by a shark. Eaten by a shark. Yeah, because one, like oxygen. I mean, that sounds terrible. I mean, you probably just pass out and you just go delirious and you would know what's happening. But or you could just get like, murked by a shark. Choke on nothing, like running out of oxygen. Yeah, that's that right? too. You're trying to breathe. See you later, alligator. Yeah. That brutal. would that would be brutal. Asphyxiation. It's a brutal way to go. <sighs> that's rough. But or and then you know, it's like, oh man. Yeah, like hopefully the shark just rips my head off in one go and just just deep blue sees you. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. But yeah, maybe you just get such a better story too. Yeah, it would be rather than being fucking shark bait. But I mean, yeah. fuck it, whatever. You're never, your body's not gonna get recovered regardless. No. <laughs> so really, at the end of the day, oh yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the actual sharks because some scenes the sharks look really cool and they're big. They're big. And they, they I mean, say twenty footer, like when they're at the. Oh, that's oh, right. The, the, the big one was twenty footer. Yeah. It was a twenty footer. Kind of looks cool, but then we also noticed when it first pops, it's like, mm, that doesn't look very good. Yeah, it looks good, and then it doesn't look good. It looks good in the water, and then I yeah. think when it comes up, it's like. Yeah. And when I noticed uh, when they're when the sharks were swimming around the cage and th- down at the bottom there, I couldn't, I couldn't help but think of whose line is it anyway? You know when they go when Colin Mockery he goes in front of their green screen and they put some shit on behind him and he's they have to describe it without giving it away and he's yeah. guessing. Yeah. That's exactly what I, was, I thought of because the sharks look so big in the background in comparison to where the shot is of the two girls in the cage. It just looked like really poor green oh, screen yeah. in the back. In the back. Oh my god, it got 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 me some good laughs there because I ugh. yeah, there's a couple of really bad green screens in this movie that I think we also pointed out. But um, yeah, I don't know. Back and one girl, not many more. Uh, Claire Holt, her character, 
she gets murked pretty quick. And like she's your main character, you want to have it like, at least have a good death scene. And she just quits. She turns around, shark, boom, done. But you don't see it really. What I think they should have done more in this movie is play up on the bends, like and which they hammer home. They they talk about quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, it's nitrogen in the brain, nitrogen in the brain. You yeah. start going delirious. Yeah, so you you take another new tank. You go down too fast. You're gonna get uh, what is it? Too fast. Something narcosis. If you get yeah. if you take another tank and stuff, you'll hallucinate. And you should have. But as soon as that you hear that, it's like okay, well, what do I believe coming up next? You know, it's, it's that that's your kind of your sign. But they should have played up on the bends more, and it was just funny when they do go up. It's all a dream, and it, like when they escape, those that shark attack actually looks cool because they go for the leg, and then it clamps down, and looks looks really cool. But you find out Manny Moore's character is just hallucinating at the bottom; she's losing her shit, and she's trapped under the cage, and 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 then she gets some help from the coast guard, the, the Mexican coast guard who. They don't have any shark repellent. They don't have bat shark repellent. <laughs> you know, they don't have anything to fend off the sharks if they if they know it's a shark infested waters. Yeah, it seemed kind of odd and rushed to get the I ending. I think the one guy kind of had like a they have like a spear, a, a gun, spear or gun or something yeah. like that. But it's, it's shit. It man. is very rushed. They should have what they should have done. And I I'm not a huge fan of those types of endings where they're like, oh, by the way, the escape was a dream and you're still fucked. The only one movie that I like about that that did it well was The Descent. Because that that plays up on all the whole sorts of stuff where she you think she gets out but she's actually she's still stuck there and that's yeah. cool. What they should have done was not have her get rescued and just and let just her... let her snap back to it that she's hallucinating and stuff. I like that and just boom fade to black and just leave it there yeah. and be like oh shit Mike drop fuck you I'm out boom that would have made it so much better care. like you don't care about either of the two girls throughout the whole movie no. so when she gets rescued at the end you're like whatever. So who cares? That's what they should have done. No rescue, no nothing. They're bo- they're both bone. Yeah. Now I'm in like yes. Like you don't need a Hollywood happy ending. No. You really don't. Fuck. Brutal. I'm done talking about this. Let's yeah. oh, actually it was it made it was made on a budget of five million. Which is very obvious. It already made like seven times that back. Yeah. But they made thirty five million so far, so they made their Good money back. Them. Absolutely. You can but you can tell it's like it's a low budget. And you know what? If I could do a movie for that, I'd fucking excuse me, I'd fucking do it. Yeah. Next, that was forty-seven meters down. Obviously not our favorite, but it was something to wet our whistle with. Going into our feature movie, which is James. What is it again? Ooh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe. That's right. Now this movie is actually worth talking about. Yep. There was some hype going into this shit. I was excited for this movie. I'm still kind of excited to talk about it. Um, I first came across it. I'm a huge fan of horror movies. Yes, I, I really I, like thrillers as well. I'm I'm constantly on the hunt for something new, something fresh, or so, and something that'll spook me. Something that'll spook the living shit out of me. Yeah, I, you know my sisters. I have two. I have two older sisters, and they didn't beat me up. They traumatized me with fucking <laughs> vampire pranks and shit, and it was awful. But it also made me want to get that next thrill because there's nothing like getting the shit scared out of you. So that's that's my connection with that. And I first found this on a list of of movies that Stephen King was promoting or the movies that he'd seen recently that really gets him going. Yes. And he said something about it, uh, you know, don't watch it alone, that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. so it piqued my interest. I knew it was on my radar before. I just never got around to watching it. It, uh, it originally came out in... December 2016? The theatrical was December of 2016. 
Yes. But it was released at it actually TIFF. Premiered, yeah, it premiered at yeah. TIFF, uh, Toronto International Film Festival, in September of 2016. Yes. So it's been out for almost a calendar year, I guess you could say. Uh, it's come out to it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie just actually just recently came out uh, on DVD uh, la- or June 27th. So last week from when we were recording this. Show, yeah. So um, before we get too ahead of ourselves, we both didn't really know much about it going in. Not other, other than the, the endorsement, yeah. So how did you feel after watching the trailer? Going into it, watching the trailer, that's a good question. It was, it was intrigue. I, I definitely, I was my my in, my interest was peaked, and it looked right off the bat. You have a really spooky, creepy atmosphere in a in a uh, on a morgue. A morgue, yeah. And then you have this mystery of revolving around this girl and who she is, and then some some weird stuff starts happening. You don't know whether real spooky shit. It's real spooky shit. So and and honestly, from the trailer, I'm like. All right, well, I gotta fucking figure out what's going on here. Yes, I, I have like what it's. Yeah, I feel the same way. And it has it has Brian Cox. He's been in some. He's been in oh, fuck everything. Yeah. From X Men two to even Rise of the Planet of the Apes to those are the two I can think of in my head. But he's been in so much. He, he, he's been in a lot. He's yeah. usually a bit of a dick, uh, but he's he's such a good actor. And also Emil Hirsch yeah, plays his son. Who plays his, his son? Like, kind of runs the family the business. Yeah. And two good actors right off the bat. And that's that's those that cast right there, and then also the, the girl who plays the, the body, pretty much. Uh, I think her name is Olin Kelly. Those are your three main main players, and that's what draws you in from the trailer. Yeah, and really, they're the only there's like they're, five actors in the whole movie. That's so. it. So it's it's really it's it's more of a, a mystery than a horror, and but then it develops that as it goes throughout the movie. Yeah, they lead you to believe in the trailer that it's going to be a thriller with a lot of. I want to say jump scares. Jump scares, but also it hints to more some occult aspects, but you don't yeah. know that for sure. Yeah, you don't know that. So the trailer, what did you think about the trailer? I really liked it. I watched it uh, at work with uh, a couple of the other employees there, and everyone was like, wow, like this looks really good. Never heard of this before. At the very end of the trailer, it tells you that it's like an indie film festival movie, and I had high hopes for it because anything comes out of tip. It's usually you know pretty good, and it has some accolades. It's had, I think it was... Uh, nominated for nine uh, awards, all for like film festival like awards. Indie film, like yeah. one was a monster film festival. Yeah, most like of them are uh, like thriller, thriller horror movie awards. Like yeah, that. yeah, and they they won five out of the nine nominations. A couple were like you know best scare, best movie, best actor type stuff. So they, I mean they had some some pretty good awards, some good hype, and uh, yeah, like everyone what everyone that saw the trailer at work was genuinely interested in it we had a little bit of discussion about it at work and so i was excited going in and i'm excited for this too i like indie indie horror movies rather than the mainstream stuff that comes to the theaters i know going to the theater one unless it's like i like the conjuring movies that, that, those those are good the first conjuring i watched in theaters three times jesus that's wow (laughs) fucking scared the shit out of me the first time i saw it at uh, a midnight release yeah and uh, it, it's a closed midnight release, so there's only like 30 people in the theater. So it's just like nice pitch, and pitch black, and I was sitting by myself, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right now? <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, th- that's few and far between, right? Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. For every one conjuring that you get in theaters, you're going to get, fuck, what, seven, The Ring, Ouija, three, or Ouija, Tale of True Evil, or Unfriended on Facebook. <laughs> Whatever the hell. You get such horseshit that accompanies it. So this one, like it, it went to it went to these film festivals, but then it came out on VOD and DVD and stuff like that. Yeah. So 
I have higher hopes. They have a little bit more freedom. It's IFC Midnight that's doing it. IFC uh, tends to have a good track record, I find, even with television as well. So I was like, you know what? We're we're fucking doing it this this week. We're gonna yeah. we're not going to theaters. We're gonna see this one. This one's gonna be our feature presentation. And all in all, I didn't have a bad time with it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I did enjoy it as well. Yeah. Um, looking thinking back on it today, that I had time to regurgitate it. Not regurgitate it. That's not the right word. To, <laughs> to 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 go over things again and yeah, to kind of rethink it. Kind of. I, I did like certain things that I initially didn't at first like. But that's because I've seen a lot of this stuff too, right? Yeah. I mean, what do you want to say? I, I was just kind of agreeing, but <laughs> I, just, I was kind of feeling the same way. Where yesterday when we ended the movie, we were both kind of like. We were, we were humming and hawing humming about and it. Humming. We, we, really, exactly it. Uh, we really liked the beginning of the movie. The first sure. half, two-thirds. I'd say two-thirds, three, yeah. maybe even three-quarters yeah. of the yeah, movie. The, the bear, like, yeah. The majority of the movie, the bulk of the movie was was good. It was a good build-up. Good really build up. good storyline. Characters were awesome. Interesting. It, it was pretty much all in one room as well. Yeah. Which, I again, this is, compared to 47 Years Down, this is how you do a, a claustrophobic type of movie. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to keep stuff to a room or a cage. This is the best better way to do it. Yeah, it they really built it up properly, and it's uh, done very well. The the director for this one, Andre Ogredal, he's uh, most notably known for directing Troll Hunter in 2010. Cult it, classic. It's a cult classic. <laughs> I've been meaning to get around to watching that. I watched the trailer for it again today, and it. It, I feel like it knows what it is. Like it, ha- it has to. Most it can't of the like classics know what they're getting. Into. Yeah. It, but, so I want to see that. I haven't seen it yet, which I'm kind of ashamed of. But I'll get to it, especially after seeing this one. Um, that's pretty much all he's done. Again, we talked about Ryan Hirsch. Uh, Brian Hirsch. Brian Cox and Neil Hirsch. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Neil Hirsch's character. By the way, he looks like he's 17 in this movie. Yeah, he's a 34-year-old adult. Yeah, 32. 32, yeah. yeah but for real, we're like, what? Yeah, I does, thought he was maybe age. late 20s, so I was even surprised to find out that he was early <laughs> yeah. 30s. But yeah, I was like, shit, this guy can play a high school kid. And, you know, he's, he has in the past, you know, yeah. from, most notably from uh, Girl Next Door. Um, he was in Into the Wild. He did Speed Racer, which was a shit movie. Uh, but Alpha also, Alpha Dog, he's a young character. Um, he was a most survivor, although he wasn't necessarily. He's one of the guys. He was one of the crew. And he actually but, looks I mean, like a man. Went, there. I mean, he wasn't one of the young characters. So I was yeah. trying to. Gotcha, young gotcha. guys, but like uh, Alexander Ludwig, for example. Yeah, but that was a really good movie as well. The other, awesome. the other character we haven't mess, um, mentioned, other than the Jane Doe, Olin Kelly, is Neil Hurst's character's girlfriend, yeah. uh, Ophelia uh, Lovibond. The only notable thing that I recognized her from, obviously, was from Guardians of the Galaxy One. She plays uh, uh, the Collector's pink alien uh, kind of deal. Kind of slave, really. And she's so, the yeah. one that grabs the Infinity Stone and the whole place fucking explodes. That's what she's known for. So there's your small cast um, right off the bat. It's I like it that way. You don't get caught up. You get to focus on the main characters. So we start our story with, you know, right at, right at a house. It's a murder scene. There's a body found in the basement kind of half, half buried. And also two victims who... Three. Three victims. Yeah, there's three victims, and they're they're brutally murdered. Yeah, looks gunshot wounds, stabs, all sorts of crazy shit. And, yeah, and they're, they're they're real messed up. Though. They initially thought that it was a break and enter and robbery or something like that, but it was a different kind of B and E. That's it right. It was a break and exit. Boom, baby, break Except and exit. Nobody made it out alive. 
That's right. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck? That's kind of weird. Yeah. So the yeah the the sheriff and his deputies are kind of like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? Bring it to the morgue. Yeah. So they they rush the Jane Doe who was in the basement, half buried. No. Uh, no, nothing. I mean, obviously, she's a Jane Doe, so there's nothing. They know nothing. No fingerprints. No yeah, database. No dental records. Whatever. So, anyways, they rush her to the morgue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show up at like what? It's, they make it seem like it's, like it's nine o'clock. It's a, yeah, it's I think late. it's nine. Yeah, they're yeah. just finishing another autopsy where you meet our characters. You, you meet Emil Hirsch. You meet Brian Cox before yeah. the body shows up. And the girlfriend. And the girlfriend. She, you know, they play a little cute game of you know explaining what how they do things to her and like why the bells on the on the. Big, That's the best the, jump scare in the whole movie. Yeah, and it's Brian Cox <laughs> yeah, being a troll. So funny. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, you want to see the body? Fuck you. Yeah. So yeah. she's. She was asking why morticians put uh, a, like a bell on the toe of uh, like the cadavers, the right? Deceased. Yeah, and so he kind of explains, oh well, you know, it's like it's an old tradition, so you know that they're dead because if the bell rings, they're alive. They're just comatose or something yeah, like that, or you know, whatever. Unconscious. Before they had the proper technology, <laughs> right? So anyway, she really wants to see the face of one of the victims, uh, one of the dead bodies, anyhow, and. Uh, coming and on and then she goes to lift the the cover off the face to see what the dead body looks like and just as she's going to grab the cloth he rings the bell and just like scares <laughs> the shit out of her it's hilarious gotcha bitch yeah it's super funny so then then Jane Doe gets in I mean there's another a character building where like oh we had a date Emil Hirsch yeah. oh I'm sorry baby I swear to god I'll be done quick yeah, I'll do the more we can go at 11 and I'll meet, you can meet me here, and I'll see you later. Yeah, and we'll go for drinks. That's Get actually exactly drunk. how Emil Hirsch talks. Yeah, know? and then she's just like, okay. And we're like, that's not a real girlfriend. Oh, sure. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, what? Doghouse for at least a night. Yeah. You're blowing how me off. dare you delay our plans <laughs> two hours. You prick. You promised <laughs> me this movie. Fucking asshole. Uh, you have to do a podcast to your buddy? <laughs> what the fuck? We had plans. <laughs> Uh, so they get to work on this Jane Doe, and that's where really shit starts in the fan. They're they're doing their preliminary search. They're looking over the body, and they're kind of con- confused. They're I not guess you sure. Could say by what they find, they're not sure what's happening. You know, they find our our eyes are gray. That's not consistent with the Anything. body. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Uh, that's usually they're for, not just gray. They're like foggy. They're foggy. Yeah, yeah they're, they're foggy. like fogged over. Um, yeah, they, they you know they start doing the external check, right? So the mouth, the nose, the ears, the eyes. The wrists, the knees, whatever, mm-hmm. right? They find that both her wrists are broken, and they find that both of her ankles are broken as well. And uh, as a result, they're kind of confused because there's no uh, like ligature marks, there's no bruising, there's no scarring, there's nothing around her wrists. Yes, but like, did, we, did you just say that the, the wrists were broken? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and they're the like kind of like Yeah, you you see it, and then it's really creepy. It's you gross. see like the, the bones, bones shift and stuff like that. And this is what I find one of the scariest parts of this movie was the fact that well, the first half that we liked or whatever was just playing up on people's natural fears of death. People are uncomfortable with death. Yes. And and here you have, boom, right slap dab in the middle. Right is in your face. Surround, you're looking at an autopsy. And those scenes are so jarring. They eventually cut her open to do the internal analysis. Yeah. And they're breaking ribs. They're breaking the chest piece. Yeah, they and don't actually show you breaking the rib. Like you, you see him like with a tool breaking her ribs, but you, know, you, you hear don't it. see the ribs. But you, you certainly you, hear it. You hear it. It's really loud. So you're like, ugh. 
you know, oh, and her tongue's ugh, cut out like for some time. reason. That's also it's, explained. That's either. the that's the most jarring part. And I, I mentioned this to you yesterday. There's another movie, uh, 2008 that came out. It was with Viol- uh, Milo Ventimiglia and Elisa Alyssa Milano, called Pathology. Again, it's about these these group of students who are trying to become med students or pathologists, and they're all ended up being fucked up in the head, and they have this little secret cult. That they do meth and have sex afterwards and stuff like that. Classic, my, classic university students. Classic. Oh my god, those days. <laughs> and so, and I just make it a game of who could get away with like the best murder or, or something, something like that. You know, it doesn't lines. matter. But one scene, you know, he, he, Milo Ventimiglia's character, he gets caught up in that game of cat and mouse with the other students. Brings his girlfriend into a box, and she ends up getting killed. And it's his choice whether he wants to, you know, get another pathologist to do it or if he wants to do it himself. And he chooses to do it himself. And you see, there's a scene. It's like it's. It feels like it's a lot longer, but it's probably only two minutes or something. And he's doing the autopsy on his girlfriend. And I have never felt more uncomfortable in a scene in my life than that movie, than that scene right there. Because he's so cold and calculated while he's doing his work. I don't understand how you could have how you could separate yourself from your work and your girlfriend, the woman that he was actually engaged to his character, and it just fucking creeped me out. And I have a, a good stomach for that stuff. And you get a lot of that in this movie too, where he's just, again, it's that natural inclination to avoid everything death. Yeah. And especially like autopsies, like people aren't familiar with it. It's not something that's, you know, in movies. You know what TV, happens. You know what happens. You know what but happens, but it's not like a, it's not a, like a common thing, I guess you could say. It's not a, it's not something that people are familiar with at all. So it's, it's very foreign to the everyday person. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's jarring. That's the best word I can describe it. And so while they're going through this this autopsy, you see everything. You see, you'll see see everything. And for how little the Jane Doe really does, she's a big element in this movie. Yeah, she she's actually chosen. I think the director said because she had really good experience in body control. She's really good at yoga, Ooh. and so for breathing and, and and covering that up, it's I guess it really helps. But she was integral and just, you think she's going to do something. You think she's going to yeah, do something the whole at the movie. Time, the whole time we're waiting for her to jump because yeah. it zooms in on her face a lot. And her eye, like they leave her eyes open and for a part her mouth is open. Yeah. With no tongue. Yeah, with the tongue cut out. And yeah, she's just like cold stare. Like just that stare. Right through your soul. Soul. Yeah, it's and, just boom. And I like that. And we were both like, shit, she's going to wake up. She's going to do something. She's going to blink. She's going to fuck these guys up. Like, what the hell is going on? She's going to kill us. Before. <laughs> You're on the edge of your seat because yeah. you realize it's going to happen. But nothing. She doesn't do anything. But there's other shit that happens. Once they finally cut into her, she's bleeding. Like, why is a court bleeding? Yo, that's crazy. I know. I do find that weird. Let's keep going. Lights should, burst. Should only happen if it's like a fresh corpse, like less than an hour. Nope. You know what? That's kind of weird. Yeah. But let's keep going. But you know, we have to keep going. It's business. The dad keeps saying it's it's not our responsibility to. Uh, Find out why. We don't want to find out why these people are dead. We just want to find out why they're dead. Or like how they die. How they die. Yeah. He's the like, COD. He's like, I don't, I don't care what happened to them to cause them to die. It's, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I mean. He's pretty cold. He's yeah, pretty cold. And really I guess that's what happens. That's when what, you, you have to be that way. You're that personality type to work in a morgue, I guess. Yeah. You just have to, you know, figure out the science of why they died. It's not about, you know, who killed them or yep. it's just, why it's just, they got killed or well, bring your pail in, into your, your work and sit down and get to it. Have your half hour. Do your go job. back, to, go back to your job and go home. See yeah. you later, alligator. 
And and so that that's great and everything, but they kind of and then then the occult stuff starts uh, hitting the fan and and bodies in, in the in the ice in the in the refrigerators kind of go missing. You're like, oh shit, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, there's a there's a storm. Storms are brewing. A storm brews. Uh, whatever happens, like the house, the house mortuary, whatever gets shocked. Blah blah blah. Lights go out. Lights go out. Um, they fall down. All the drawers open. Yep. Boom. All the bodies are gone when the lights come back on. Elevator stops working. The 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 stairs that their their escape is it's it's blown over because a tree fell. Yep. The sycamore tree must be over it. The sycamore you see it here. Tree. It's probably it's clearly a post edit, but it's yeah. it's fine. <laughs> and so they're stuck there, and and then all of a sudden, like bodies are kind of all over the place. There. Yeah, you don't really know what the hell is going on. Not really. This is where it's kind of, it really kind of starts falling off the rails for me. Yeah, like, this is where it kind of declines a little bit. There's still some cool stuff. Like, like again, I liked I liked this the stitched eyes and the stitched mouth when yeah. he, when they get trapped in so the room and it kind of pops out. Cadaver, yeah, yeah, that was cool. I like that because that's creepy as fuck. Yeah, they didn't really that cadaver. One of them is chasing them and they lock themselves in the elevator. They're like fuck you with an axe because they—that's what they used to break out. The yeah, they have, they have like an emergency axe, you know, that yeah, gets a lot of places. Fire. And they're like fuck you, cadaver. What? And they realize, boom, turns out to be Emil Hirsch's girlfriend. Oh my, oh my god, I did it. Oh my yeah, god. And then so what the dad happened? hits her with the axe, killing Glow. Rip. Dead. And it seemed like a really chintzy shot, but she—that's an axe. So you dead. You gone. Matter, yeah. You're hitting that fucking chest with an axe. It, so it's kind of like a hallucination. Like, what the fuck is going on yeah, here? So they're both because they're both tripping out essentially. But then I also I noted this when you do that when you when you so-called blow your wad early on that kind of twist where you know things aren't what they seem you know what you're seeing for the rest of the movie is going to be questioned you know what yes. I mean it's, yeah. it's like fuck like you know that they're going to try to pull that shit over you again fool me once how's it shame on me you shame on you no. shame on me shame on everyone fool me twice all the people. shame on me yeah Something like that. Yeah. I don't, you do that. I think it's you and then me. Irrelevant. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Point is. Point is, don't do that so early. Save that for the end. Yeah. You know? We're disappointed. And then, so they keep, they keep finding out. They end up finding out that. You we know, weren't even that sad when she died. We didn't I didn't give a fuck. We didn't give a fuck. No, we, just like, we were just like, oh, you know what? Actually. cool girlfriend. She died. As soon, because they were in the elevator, they are trying to close the door. Mm. And then the door got stuck open, like a few inches or whatever. Yeah. And then the cadaver is like coming up mm-hmm. and because uh, it's possessed, and you're just like, Oh, I bet you it's gonna be the girlfriend. Boom, actually, boom, girlfriend. We're I, like, Oh, fuck. I, I call yeah, that right, yeah. I said, Yeah, and we're like, Ah, oh, there's a couple times where I was just like, Oh, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Predicted a couple times. Well, yeah, both of us were on fire for this movie, but again, because it is so such basic tropes. But thinking back on it now, I don't mind it as much, no. But when I was watching, it, I was like, oh, "Fuck!" Because I'm I'm ruining the movie for myself. Essentially. I'm not letting myself enjoy it. I'm I'm calling it out. God damn it, Christopher! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, again, you find out that okay, it's kind of a cult. You find you have all these clues that kind of points to you know 1600s, 1800s, 1700s, whatever it was that Northeast, this person Northeast. was. Oh yeah, there's stab wounds on the heart. There's all these internal injuries, you know, smoke and inhalation injuries, third degree burns internally. Tons Everything cut internally. out. Bug flies out of her nose. All this kind of stuff. Where it's like, I'm like, okay, this is this is satanic. For some reason, yeah. I just. Like, what do they find in her in her uh, intestines? It's oh, they find some like a, a willow, 
they find a a a, a flower that's poisonous or paralysis inducing. Yeah, paralysis, yeah. And they also find which is from the northeast, which they they northeast, they look so. up at a book, boom, northeast. Like, okay, well, you know, she's a witch, oh, yeah. and then <laughs> <laughs> she's covered in peat. Yeah, which is also where do you find peat, Dad? Oh, you know, the northeast. Oh, the northeast. Yeah, but you mean you, you mean you could. Get oh, her waist. Right? Her waist was really tiny. Oh, Real that's that's tiny. an indication of a corset. Of course oh, it. Oh, that's really that's really old, isn't it, Dad? Haven't those not been around since the sixteen hundreds? <laughs> Back in my day. Preferably, what year is it? Sixteen thirty something. Something like that. Who cares? But and then uh, they pull out uh, a cloth from her intestines as well. Yeah, and, and some writing you find it. It's like. Uh, it ends up being Leviticus, something from the Bible, and it's like, yeah. you are it's a, a Bible witch. Verse, yeah. it's, it's what you're saying, this person's Leviticus, a witch. Leviticus uh, 27. Some of the Yeah, it's 27. There's another number, but I can't remember. Leviticus 27, 27 something, 20. and it's like, yeah, something about being a witch. Burn the witch alive. Yeah, burn the witch alive. And they're like, witch. Oh, they put the book down, and like, the camera zooms in on the book. And this was after we were already like, yeah, she's a fucking witch. Yeah, she's a witch. She's a fucking yeah, she's demon witch or yeah, whatever. So. Uh, but yeah, and this is. But that's when they when they start getting those clues. That's when Brian Cox's character just completely shifts. He's like, "Oh, she's a witch, and she must want revenge for all the things that was yeah, done to her." The whole time, Emil Hirsch was kind of like, "You need to figure out why the fuck all this weird shit is happening." And his dad's like, "Fuck it, let's just finish the yeah. autopsy. Let's go." And then it's Brian Cox that comes up with the conclusions, that, nowhere, which breaks yeah. that breaks character. And like, I don't come on, man. Like, then you're like, then you're saying to a dead body, like, "Just save my son," yeah. and he gets fucking murked. Yeah, he, he ends up getting put out of misery, just like the right. cat, because yeah. the cat gets attacked in the air duct. Yeah. He's just like, crack. Hey, why the fuck is a cat? You know, in IMDb, that cat is credited. Yeah, I swear to God, I, I wish I was making this up. Fuck. Who I does believe this it. shit. God damn it, that pissed me off. They credit everything these days. <laughs> that cat officially has more IMDb credits than both of us. Combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's oh my sad. god. But. Uh yeah, so so you know the the jump scares they're forecasted and then you know as as we said before, once you blow your load on that mind fuckery, it, you ruin the, the, the end. You know it's gonna happen again. So again, the email Hirsch, you think he's gonna get away. He gets away. He gets he gets, gets a signal. The phones work. Stairs. Yeah, he's phones he's getting out. You think that the uh the fucking sheriff is yeah. the one like oh we're moving the tree bud we'll be two seconds. And then, boom, spoiler alert, he gets murdered. Turns around, and it's his dead dad just standing there, and he's like, whoa! Yeah. And he falls, cracks his head open, or fucking cracks, his, breaks his neck. Dies, regardless. And the sheriff comes across the scene, and he's like, this looks familiar. This isn't character This isn't character of these two characters, these two guys. Yeah, I've known them like, for I've, 20 years. I've known this family for years. He's like, this would never happen, because, you know, there's the murdered daughter, and the dead dad, and the dead son. And, it's really nice. Yeah, and so then Jane Doe is there, and she's yeah. not like cut up or anything anymore yeah she's she she's, gets like a transfer back, power yeah she's back to normal is she a mummy she might be a mummy is she a mummy because yeah. she just takes every all of his she's a witch but she essentially does what the mummy does in the mummy movie. She, yeah. like, she's like everything bad that happened to her starts happening to the dad brian cox, brian cox and then as it's happening to him she kind of gets regenerates she, she regenerates Fuck. and uh yeah whatever so the movie ends and the, and the sheriff's like all right get this fucking body out of here stat yeah. like put her in another county i don't give a shit yeah he's like get her out of my county <laughs> he's like fuck this movie ends with her getting loaded in and then the, her into bell a, on her foot yeah, rips and she twitches with the fucking... so that was, that was the end of the movie again there's certain things that you can call but looking back on it i did like it it was claustrophobic because it's in the one spot 
the jump scares were jump scares. It's gonna. It, yeah. There was one or two good ones. That's good. I, I, was, I didn't shit my pants. No. But it's the jump scares aren't what isn't what's gonna scare you. And it, this is what all horror movies should be trying to do. It's the after effect. It's yeah. what this movie is gonna leave you with. And it's that 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 feeling that you feel just dirty and uncomfortable from watching this autopsy happen. It's not the weird shit afterwards. That's just par for the course. And I think that's if anyone's going to complain about it, it's going to be the last half of the movie. Yeah, but it's even just so yeah. yeah, even like the last third. Like I said, we enjoyed the like the start of the movie. Yeah, a lot. And uh, yeah, it just kind of hit the wall as soon as it, it trickled off for sure. As soon as the spooky, the real spooky shit, what it's supposed to be real spooky shit, started to happen. That's when we kind of were like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That if they, you're not going to kind of let us down a bit. If you're not going to fully go in, into it, then which they tried. You know, they tried to have some CGI in there with the fire that they started. Yeah, like, that was Fuck the switch. Good. They tried to burn it. And then yeah. CGI fire all over the place. It looked like something out of, out of Supernatural, like a TV show. Yeah. like. And, then, you know, where, wherever he got, he got that fire extinguisher from, I, I want it. Because that yeah, thing is fucking Essentially, the good. whole room was on fire, and he just kind of, like, squirts the fire extinguisher once in some kind of direction. Goes out. All the fire, the whole room, the roof, the walls. The fire on the yeah, edge. it's all gone. See you later. I want that. That's yeah, good. Cool fire extinguisher. Everyone should get one. House insurance will go down. Safety. <laughs> Safety first. Sorry, always on armchair reviews. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that wraps it up as a whole. Again, 47 meters down. We didn't really like. Nope. There's other shark movies that do it better. Uh, actually, shark movie that did it better this year was The Shallows. Yeah, go see that. Same storyline. Did it better. Go watch Jaws. Go watch fucking Shark Native because at least it knows it's camp. <laughs> yeah. Go, and then, go watch Deep Blue Sea. And go watch Stand Deep Blue out. Sea. Go watch Deep Blue Sea. Tom Jane. We got uh, Michael Rapaport. I think he's in it. Yeah, that's an old movie actually. That's so good. Go see it. It's a loaded cast. It's a good cast. Yeah, it's a fun movie. And then this one, Autopsy of Jane Doe, that was our feature for the week. We obviously had mixed feelings about it towards the end, but we liked it. Yeah, all in all. Yeah. I would recommend seeing it. I'm glad it's it's available now. You can kinda you can find it. Yeah, you can find it. It's rented it, or whatever the kids do these days. Or horror movies. I have such a high standard for horror movies. This one's definitely passable. Yeah. I, I would recommend there's not a lot, but I do recommend. Yeah. It got a six point eight out of ten on IMDb. And I'd say that's like pretty. It's horror. Yeah, it's about six point five out of ten everywhere else. I'm like Rotten Tomatoes yeah. sitting it around sixty. Got a, a sixty five on yeah. the Metascore, so it's six point five, six point eight. You know, middle to high sixes, I would say, is a pretty honest. Uh, if you're gonna get an eight horror movie, like, sign me up because I'm not. Especially in today's oh, age, yeah. that hasn't been done yeah. before or retread. I've you, going back to these ratings. You know, I mean, they're all subjective, of course, but I'd really like to know what uh, the Conjuring was because we both were like. Yeah. Awesome. I like the second one too. Yeah. I'll be able to get spoiled, but yeah, that's the show for this week, guys. Um, if you want to contact us, our, you, we have our email, our show email. Oh my God, in audio at gmail.com. James, what's your Twitter? My Twitter handle is at mckayj14. That's right, and mine is at Christoph Godin. You can find us there. Let us know what you think. Follow us on iTunes, subscribe to that. Give us a review. Tell yeah. tell your friends. See if you like it. Um, you can also follow us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com uh, slash Armchair Dash Reviews, and also you can find us on any other your, your podcast Social apps, media, Facebook as well. If you're friends with us, feel free to comment on our post. Give them a share. Get your family friends oh, into it. Stuff. And next week, baby, 
It's here. Spider-Man Homecoming. We hope it's here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's definitely coming yeah. here. It'll that shit's here. coming to Yellowknife, yeah. baby. They're not, I'm gonna, they're not gonna miss out on that. I'm excited. I have high expectations. This one, I feel, is going to be a good one. I've, I've, I'm hoping it's going to be the best Spider-Man. I haven't read any reviews, but reviews have come in. Yeah, I've just They're seen, mostly positive. Yeah, I've just seen some trailers. I haven't looked into the reviews for them. Let's get to it. I can't, I'm excited for next week, guys. Too, so yeah. tune in next week. We'll see you then, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye.